welcome to One Layer Deeper. I am Nina Davalori, and this week we are going to be talking about FOMO. That's right, it's the Wally. There's parties, there's events, there's so many happenings in the next couple weeks, and I know that the FOMO is very real because I have had it. And last year I wrote an article for Teen Vogue, I wrote an op-ed that was called How I Stopped Getting FOMO from Social Media. And it was actually sparked by the Wally season. I feel like all the Wally parties really started taking on a new life. Really beginning, you know, 2019 was kind of the first and then 2021 and 2022 was when it really just started escalating. And so I think my thoughts are still very relevant because I know that I have experienced it and I know that I'm not immune to these feelings still and we all have them. So I think it's valuable for me to uh, share this here and I hope you enjoy listening to my thoughts. And I started the article by saying, have you ever woken up to a massive flow of TikTok videos, Instagram posts, and stories highlighting a party that you weren't invited to? I certainly have, and it hurts. A year ago, I experienced this and felt an overwhelming amount of FOMO, which stands for fear of missing out or exclusion. I sat on my bed as my thoughts swirled out of control. Why wasn't I invited? Do people not like me? What did I do wrong? Am I not valuable? Am I not enough? It took me a long time for me to come to the conclusion that none of this shameful line of questioning was true. Looking back at that person from a year ago, now two years ago, I so badly want to tell her that her value will not come from being on a guest list. In June of 2022, I gave a TED Talk called The Cost of Beauty from a Miss America, and having so much FOMO a few years ago was an inspiring moment for that speech. It might seem ridiculous to be triggered by something as trivial as a party, but not being invited made me feel like I was no longer relevant. And because of that feeling, I decided to log off social media as best as I could. With my newfound free time, which surprisingly was a lot, once I cut out social media, I deeply reflected on my internal and external drivers of happiness. In doing so, I realized that I was grappling with the ways in which social media reinforced a competitive spirit within myself. If I felt this way, I had an inclination that others must be feeling this way too. Because social media explicitly reminds us of exclusivity and shows a highlight reel of all the rooms you're not in. You're either in the room or watching from the digital sidelines. And that feeling of watching from the sidelines is often more painful than not being invited in the first place. But what if we paused and asked ourselves, why does this invitation matter so much to me? And what is it that I need to prove to the world by posting this picture on social media? What will often emerge from that reflection are influences that oppress our sense of belonging and self-worth. By participating in this world of social media, we assign outsized value to proof of attendance and perpetuate the concept of exclusivity. And this perpetuation of exclusivity is what repels inclusivity. As I reflected on my day after tear-filled Instagram scrolling session, I realized I was giving too much power to the perceived status and social media validation of having been invited. I was weighing this recognition more than the joy and fulfillment of work done outside of the limelight. Of course, I've also fed into this when I was invited to an event, posting photos just to show that I was there. And it hurts me knowing that there may be others who were also looking for external validation and may have been feeling worse having seen my social media content. 
And if we allow external factors like invites, followers, and compliments to determine our self-worth, we are wasting energy on the wrong things. I keep coming back to this question. Having experienced feelings of exclusion, which we have all experienced to some degree, is this feeling something we want to knowingly perpetuate? Further, internal versus external validation is a well-researched concept, so why are these concepts so hard to separate? To find an answer for myself, I personally had to step away from social media altogether. What I've discovered in the past few years without social media is that I was focusing on the external validation and ignoring my internal validation. The likes, reposts, tags, and shares. They make you feel good in the moment, sure. They made me feel good enough that I wanted to post again, but they left me empty by the next day. And what was even worse was that I wasn't just hurting myself, but I was perpetuating this emptiness for everyone who wasn't in the room. Others were unintentionally doing the same to me, and down the rabbit hole we all went. This hurts others, it hurts me, and it might be hurting you. Stepping away from social media helps me really become more mindful. The likes matter less, and the more I force myself to think harder about what I share, the more fulfilled I've found that I actually feel. Even better, that fulfillment comes because I was simply sharing some of the work I was doing. Emphasis on the work, not the clout. The main argument I think for social media is the power of connection, which is true. But as an even bigger bonus, I've been able to form deeper and more valuable connections than I ever have before. I was forced and really trying to engage more directly and more thoughtfully. So less time was spent curating my highlight feed and feeling jealous of everyone else's. Instead, I was so much more locked in on meeting people virtually and in person and wanting to organically hear what they were up to instead of watching a curated snapshot of their vacation or lives. As you know, I've slowly reintegrated my social media diet, but this time being much, much more deliberate. I'm not invulnerable, like I said, I still get FOMO and it still stings for a moment. That doesn't stop. That happens in every layer corner of society because we all want belonging and connection. But what I know now is that I'm in a place where I can remind myself, the things I'm not included in are not a measure of my worth. We are worth more than an invitation. I'm going to say that again. You and I are worth so much more than an invitation. But that rabbit hole I mentioned, we're all susceptible to it. And in order to climb out, we have to recognize that we collectively have the power to influence our personal algorithm of our value and mental health. I want to expand on that last part because... I think it's important, and when I say personal algorithm of our value and mental health, I think that's really understanding who we're surrounding ourselves with. Um, you know, this past couple years, I was very intentional in building relationships that I felt were genuine and honest, um, and recognizing that you're also just not going to click or, you know, vibe with everyone. That's normal, that's life, and that's okay. For me, what helped was I really paid attention to how does this person make me feel when I interact with them? Immediately after I interact with them, what is that feeling? And taking a mental note of that feeling of how I felt has helped me decide, do I want to spend more time with them? Or is this maybe just a more casual relationship or acquaintance type of relationship? And nothing's wrong with that. You know, There will be some negative energy that you encounter that's 
reality and that's life. But more often than not, it's just kind of a neutral feeling of like, well, you know, I didn't feel really great or I didn't feel really bad. It's just neutral and really paying attention to invest the time in people that have made me feel really good and really joyful. And, and I was like, oh, that was such a refreshing conversation or made me feel invigorated and inspired and um, joyful. And following those things have really helped build my community and network and the relationships I really want to invest and continue in moving forward. And I think we have to remember that. And so I just think really paying attention to those people, knowing who's in your corner, recognizing your value, knowing that it comes from yourself, not any single other person validating you to be in this room, to be in this party, to, you know, whatever it is, but knowing that you yourself are enough. I promise you that. Knowing that it's not about being in the room that matters. It is the other 364 days outside of that room and the work you're doing that matters. Life will continue to go on and there will be something else that comes along the way. So I just wanted to share this because I feel like it's an important time to share it. It's still very relevant. It still can be triggering for many people to see these highlight reels. And, you know, I understand it's hard for me to also continue to participate in it while I do have to do that to some degree for my job and my career, which is the hardest part, but learning how to do that in a healthy way and recognizing that I just want to be able to showcase our culture and our heritage and do it in a positive way. Um, and I think intention really shifts everything. Intention is what will come through when the viewer sees it. And so if it's really just about desperately being able to say, I was at this party and I checked this box, like that that energy will get transferred to someone else watching. And I feel like it's that energy that makes that person watching feel bad. Whereas if you're sharing it from a place of security and knowing your sense of self and knowing your worth and value and knowing that it doesn't come from this and also being able to say like, yes, of course I love dressing up. Of course I love celebrating my culture and this holiday. I don't want to take away from that. Um, and I, I do want to enjoy those moments and the people that I'm with, but those are just moments and there's more to life than just these moments. And so I don't know if this makes sense, but I thought this was an important topic specifically for today as we go into all of the parties and things. So, you know, next time when you see something and you have this feeling, I hope this helps a little and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. 